Good evening, everyone. This is Drew Davis welcoming you back to the Learn How to See Better podcast. And I am pleased to be sharing some more time with you this evening and sharing some uh, powerful thoughts I have on relevant topics to us all. Uh, If you tuned into yesterday's podcast episode, what was being discussed was the passing of time and how that essentially affects all of us and how we handle the passing of time really, really sets the stage for how we're able to move forward in the future. And uh, with that I think it's also relevant to discuss um, what I have lined up for today's episode, which is the subject of forgiveness, because I do think this is one of those, uh, I think it's another one of those kind of secret factors that that help to uh, determine whether or not you're going to have, you know, the success in your life that you want to have or not. And forgiveness is one of those things where uh, we find that our emotions and the emotions that we have given... uh, the emotions that we have around a particular person or a particular event or a particular occurrence of something that happened to us um, is it's one where we will we will fight for and justify a lot of those emotions. And the thing that's tricky about that is we will, you know, fight tooth and nail to justify those emotions. But those emotions as to why we have not forgiven someone. They tend to all be emotional. And if challenged to be backed up with logic, you'll find more often than not that it just doesn't really seem to add up. Like, okay, so somebody did you wrong 22 years ago, you know, and and you're still, um, you know, holding it against that person today. Maybe they called you a name. Maybe they, you know, disrespected you or, or whatever the case may be. And I think that especially when you're talking about forgiveness of loved ones. Um, you know, everyone's got different views on, on family. You know, I'm a pretty family-oriented person. I kind of feel that family is one of those strong bonds that you should try and preserve. Uh, you know, in most scenarios, there's instances where it can sometimes be hurtful to, to try and do so. But more often than not, um, you know, strong family is, is going to be a, a value that supports you in other areas. And, and the point is... Um, that might be a scenario where you say, you know, I don't want to forgive someone that might be family, or I don't want to forgive someone that might have been really close to me as like a best friend, as an example. Um, but, the, but the thing about forgiveness, what you'll find is those of us that are that are hurting and holding on to the angst, the anxiety and the anger and the, ooh, that just, you know, that, that fire that they have towards someone. Um, generally, what you'll find is the person that's hurting or, or the person that did the hurting, right? So you, you, you're the victim. So if someone's hurt you, nine times out of 10, that person's moved on. They are not thinking about you, um, whether they did it intentionally, whether they did it accidentally, they've moved on. I, I can almost guarantee you that. And they are not sitting there drowning and dwelling in the hurt uh, that you've experienced. So what, we, what you start to see is that like, you know, the forgiveness, it, it isn't even really about setting them free. Forgiveness is about setting you free. And what you'll find is as much as it's uh, fueled by emotion, if you can have a moment of logic and simply make a decision, then the pain stops. As crazy as it sounds, forgiveness is actually a decision. Once you've decided that, you know, you're over it, the pain essentially stops. 
And when you start to realize that, it's it's so empowering because now you realize, gosh, there's you know you, you there's no way you're going to let your past sabotage your future just because you had uh, a bad experience, maybe in loving with all your heart and you got hurt. Like you're not going to missing out. You're not going to be the one missing out on meeting Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> probably better use of the words but the idea is you don't want to let your your past sabotage your future because what's the what's the point of that we all go through pain and pain is a part of learning failure is a part of success so you don't want past failures to rob you of future success and we control that we control that because it's not just about forgiving the people that have done you wrong but it's also about forgiving yourself for times you've done wrong against you and you may say, okay, that doesn't even make sense. It's not like I run around punching myself in the face or, or kicking my own butt. But but we actually can uh, be punishing ourselves and, and refusing to forgive ourselves in a lot of ways. We can be beating ourselves up over maybe the wrong that we did to somebody else. And we know we hurt them, right? And we acted in, in an inappropriate way, whatever the, you know, illicit transgression might be. Right. And so we're beating ourselves up. Maybe we let ourselves down. Maybe we quit on something. Maybe we we, we started on a project and, and made a covenant with ourselves and, and promised that we would see it through to the end. And then, you know what? We turned up lame and we beat ourselves up because of it. You know, that's another instance where we have to learn to forgive ourselves, because if we sit there and hold that grudge against ourselves for past performance that maybe was lackluster or for something you were supposed to do or maybe you let somebody else down where you were supposed to be the rock for somebody else to depend on and you just blew it it's important to understand you must forgive yourself in order to move forward and again it's a decision especially if it's it's one where you did the wrong and you realize it's like gosh I really didn't mean to do that and hurt someone in that way or to break things or damage this relationship or do something that caused damage right but learning to forgive yourself is is something that you have to understand that you are a human being that's going through this process of learning and you are subject to making mistakes from time to time right you might have errors in judgment repeated every day going on in your life and all sorts of areas of life and they might put you in a pickle at some point where you get a chance to wake up and see, you know, where have my thoughts and my philosophies in life and on life been taking me? Uh, it's, it's funny. I was thinking about an event I was at recently and there was a statistic provided uh, by a gentleman who is a cancer survivor. And it was a very powerful story. This gentleman, uh, you know, had been, you know, diagnosed with cancer. I think it was fairly late stage. And it was one of those instances where uh, your heart just goes out to the fella. You know, it's like he's just getting his life going and had so many great things going for him. You know, and he's just trying to be the best version of himself he could possibly be. And you get this kind of, you got this, you get this bad card hand dealt with you and you just kind of feel stuck. And I think the thing that's so powerful about that is in the human condition, we can find ourselves in the most, uh, you know, peculiar of circumstances. And when backed into a corner, that fight or flight response kicks out that even when completely just up against the wall, back against the wall, refuse to give up. And, you know, what was what was so interesting about this in, the individual that was sharing their story of cancer, of being diagnosed with cancer at a young age, and what they did to beat it was simply that, you know, 
the fact your hand could get dealt unexpectedly. Uh, the gentleman actually shared a statistic that said 50% of men and 33% of women are going to be diagnosed with the big C at some point in their life. And that that's a pretty scary stat. And I, you know, I don't know who's stat tracking, fact checking and all that, but you know, it's 2019 and that was a stat I heard literally in the last 30 to 45 days. So take it from there, wherever the data is, but that's a lot of people getting that sort of diagnosis. But what this gentleman learned through his journey was that he found all the research he did because he just wasn't trying to go out like that. So he went in and hit the books and went and, you know, consulted with the experts. And he basically found that cancer is caused by diet, lifestyle, and unresolved emotional pain or issues. Can you believe that? Unresolved emotional pain and issues. That, that floored me when I heard it. All right, diet and exercise. We hear that from the doctors, right? Everybody's checking out of here because we don't diet and exercise enough. But you don't hear about people dropping dead because of unresolved emotional pain or issues. And that's when it hit me. I said, my goodness, you know, we're carrying around the disease within us. That past pain, that past luggage, it's like Pandora's box. It's stewing and got our, you know, our guts all twisted up and wrenched and just eating us up from the inside. And it's terrible to think that that the big C is 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 really, you know, one of those things that can not only be killed but contained and, and avoided altogether if we had the awareness that we've got to deal with the stuff that we face in life and, you know, and, and the stuff being an all-inclusive term, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the stuff that we deal with in life that causes that, uh, the emotional pain and issues. So just recognizing that, how's that for uh, a health nugget right there, right? Maybe your diet isn't perfect. Maybe your lifestyle could be a little bit less sedentary, but you know what, if you're, if you're a jolly good fella or fellette, <laughs> you know, and you don't have all this emotional pain and baggage, you're probably going to be a lot Um, more likely uh, to be, you know, at least somewhat immune to, uh, you know, just, just, just the same diagnosis kind of, kind of coming down the pipeline, it seems like um, is, is happening more and more often with people um, that are just burning pain, taking pain and just shoving it down, taking these past regrets um, personal from being wronged and from wronging others or whatever the case may be and just trying to pack it in and, and, and pack it down and not resolving it and it's just festering and it's it's scary to think how much of a role that can play in people's lives if they're actually trying to make a change in their life and live better and learn how to see better but this little thing a lack of forgiveness for their mistakes that they've made up until this point. Maybe they're 63 years old and just trying to, you know, get things together and really get it going for this, you know, final stretch or whatever their outlook is. You know, what good is it going to do for them to, you know, run the tapes on the last 62 and a half and just beat themselves up or refuse to let go of some of the mistakes that put them in a place that they maybe don't feel they belong. So forgiveness. The decision to forgive is one that will not only set you free, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I think it does wonders for everyone that you interact with because, I mean, think about if you're in a relationship with someone and you're carrying around the pain from your last relationship, you know, that stuff, that stuff festers. 
um, you know, it, you carry it forward. You, you really do. You know, if you, if you, if you had an ex-girlfriend that cheated on you and, and you think that all girls cheat and you're carrying that into your current relationship, guess what? It's going to affect the current relationship. That's just how it works. And you're going to turn around and be distrustful. And you're just going to come up in your behavior where you're the one making accusations and creating drama-filled situations that have to do with your own um, insecurities that might even stem back to you um, doing something wrong to somebody else at some point. But, you know, just a simple, a simple example of how um, just real life and where people make decisions to hold on to pain. And it doesn't matter if you're successful or not. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, black or white, boy or girl. Uh, if you're holding on um, to pain from being a victim or being uh, the one who inflicted pain upon someone, uh, one of the healthiest things you can do is, is take a moment to go ahead and evaluate the situation and run the tapes that last time and understand and fully encapsulate that event uh, that sequence of events and, and lay it to rest and come to peace with it and put it in the past and look to move on if you are trying to progress past that thing and, and felt it hold you back in your life. Because, you know, as the saying goes, nothing heals your heart like forgiveness. And if time heals all and you add some forgiveness in there, uh, it's, it's going to do you wonders. So as we kind of close out the theme on the passing of time from the last episode and forgiveness for this one, I think that sets the stage for really just cleaning the palate, right? And getting the chance to start fresh. So that's uh, one piece I wanted to, to, to share with everyone. I, I think that as we learn how to, to see better, we start to cover some of these fundamental um, components. Once you absorb information like this and, and start to apply it to your own life, you will begin to see some of those uh, moments of clarity uh, where things start to come together and the light bulb starts to flash and you have that Maxwell House moment. So um, stay tuned in, keep focused on making those daily improvements and uh, you know just repetition uh, is one of the, the key things that can help you learn something new, especially when it's new and, and contradictory to what you're used to. Uh, but as always, uh, keep it locked in on this station and share the content with a friend. Be sure to subscribe for more good stuff like this. And until next time, be sure to keep focusing on how you too can learn how to see better. Thanks. Have a good one. Well, all right. That was some great content, wasn't it? Why, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) This is your host, Drew Davis. And I want to thank you for listening to the Learn How to See Better podcast today. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in for future episodes and be sure to share with a friend if you are enjoying this content. Thanks and see you next time.